Is this because of the duck thing? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, oh. I've not taken this hoodie off in a month and a half. And then when you're done, you feel the most shamed ever. There we go. Always fresh. What the, the story fuck is even classic, happening? Classic sort of story. It came out to high critical claim. And it's Pokemon Snap. If you're pressed to tank, you go <laughs> Like, what Buddy. is going Buddy, on? I was on, I was on edibles. <laughs> not a pornography this is a podcast uh and you got the name wrong again i, I like your duck shirt thanks it's a duck welcome to another episode of two dads and a podcast the podcast the horror did show I did i do it right we yeah, are i think so doing our last week of halloween celebration episodes yes and it's it's an exciting week we get to discuss our top five horror villains. Last week, we had our 10 through 6, and they were all really fun, really great, um, really excited for this week. I believe... Right, right. Did you start last week? No. I made you start last week. Okay, well, it's your turn then. All right. So, number five. Coming in number five for me is a classic uh, first appearance in the Red Dragon movie, but the... That was with Brian Cox. No, yeah, Manhunter I, I was know. Brian Cox. <laughs> I think that was like eighty-seven. So it, the book Red Dragon uh, was. I was wrong about Manhunter. Manhunter was eighty-six, not eighty-seven. So <laughs> that was Brian Cox. Get on with it! Come on, man. The book Red Dragon in ninety-one had this character first, and then we know him best from the, the, the book. Movie. Was the book was in eighty-one? <sighs> Sorry. 81 the movie's 91 dates are dates are complicated <laughs> well there, this, there's a whole lot of complications going on with this the and first movie which <laughs> we're going to talk about this because it's going to give it away immediately the silence of the lambs was 91 the book was well, written that was in the 81. second movie because the yes. first movie was 86 and that was called man, man hunter, hunter and that was yep. with brian cox <laughs> so a very uh, confusing string of movies and novels anthony hopkins sir anthony hopkins yes as hannibal lecter that is my number five. Now, this isn't most people don't think of Hannibal Lecter when they're thinking about serial killers in horror movies because it's a, it's a psychological horror all the way through, man. He only had like, what, nine minutes in the first movie? Total? I don't know. Something but like that. But that's all you but... remember. That's that's all you remember is that, he, well, he's in the movie the whole time, like constantly. No, he, he actually wasn't. But that fucking character was so memorable that, oh, yeah. that it just, it's like it does the opposite for Jared Leto's Joker, where you're like, I swear Jared Leto's Joker's just all over this fucking movie and it's horrible. But he's really not. He's only in it for like four minutes. <laughs> Sorry, I... Took that back somehow. I don't even know. You, you always do. I'm doing with my life. You always do. No, but that's a great character because he, like you said, is psychological. He is so often, quote unquote, like he's he flirts with the good guys so often. He flirts with that side. He helps them out. He solves crimes with them in the TV shows. He's not He's not even incarcerated in the second movie. But dude, he's, I, I he's, believe he's, he's not. He's fucked up. He's he's mentally disturbed. He's he's cannibal. Like he just needs a nice uh, all, all he needs is a farva beans and a nice candy. I mean, <laughs> like dude is messed up. Hannibal Lecter is truly messed up and he truly gets into your head just as a a true villain. You know, he eats the flesh of his his victims. He is he able feeds, to use he he's able to victims. get into your mind. 
you know he's so narcissistic he feeds his victims his other victims um (laughs) or in the case with ray Liotta, feeds him his own brains you know it's it's fucked and it's awesome and he's such an intelligent villain as well you know he's so smart you know he's able to literally get inside his victims minds and his patients his enemies everybody he can just get right in there because he like literally uses psychoanalysis to just figure out what the hell to do but he's the ultimate narcissist and that's what usually gets in his own way but so what's your number five so my number five is john kramer otherwise known as jigsaw nice he was on my list for the longest time and then then you redid your list (laughs) the only reason i kicked him off was because at the end of the day he was kind of a tool well i mean (laughs) look look the later movies it really does end up just like okay well what the hell are you doing but i think that's just a, a side effect of it being later movies Honestly, you know, they weren't near as good well, no, as the see, first. Dude, the first I, I was liked, just I liked the way they rounded it off where um spoiler alert. See, I'm gonna do it first, unlike you. Oh. Where the the guy who survived the first movie goes on to be the fucking man. You know, he goes on to be the hero and, and savior mm-hmm. of the whole movie. And really you've got like ten years worth of movie, but they only cover a couple years, you know, uh, until you get into <laughs> The, the movies that pushes into the future 15 or 20 years or whatever, I think called, just called Jigsaw. Yeah, I, I actually still haven't seen a Jigsaw, but I know the the basis of it. You know, but for me, honestly, this, he's, this is a dude like he's brilliant, obviously, in the way he makes and designs things. But he's it's kind of like, wham, poor me, woes me, oh, I'm dying. Look, sure, sure. There's there's that portion of it, but honestly, he's on my list just because of how fucked up the shit he puts people through is. Yeah, you know, the first one's still one of the best. Oh man, the first one by far. You definitely. I mean, you watch it. You watch it uh, again. Like I watched it a second time. I was like, this movie, like this movie was boring. Come on, I've seen better this. Then you watch it a third time, and you get like you start noticing these little nuances and like how everything really pieced together, and just how screwed up it is that these people literally wake up in a you know a broken down bathroom and they have to saw off body parts and shit, dude. It and it's always like there are it leaves people like you go to the first, like your first conclusion. This is, this is what this must be what I have to do, but that's not always the case. Mm -hmm. Um, The second one like skeeved me out a lot, especially with the chick being thrown into the needles and like the dude crawling into the thing that burned him alive. Like that one skeeved me out and they, I am not going to, I can't say they were bad. I mean, you get one down the line where it was like almost like a a Russian roulette thing with a, a a shotgun and these kids are on a, a spinning wheel or something. And this dude, in order to save their lives, he just has to mutilate himself, like with most things. But he could save everybody's life on that wheel if he did that. And these people are all personally connected to to him in a way. Yeah, and he can't yeah. do it. So, so I mean, it's it's good. I, I I just love you know, like like I've said numerous numerous times, I love the psychological horror and right, right. The the Saw movies truly does that on top of having that gore horror on top of it. And, and it's just, it's crazy. And that's why I had to have him in my top five because, you know, especially with the first one, you start watching it and it 
fucks with your head. It really makes you think, would I be able to do this in order to survive? Oh, would no. I be able to like, no, no, I take the quick way out. Oh yeah. yeah. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I'd like, I'd, uh, well, my, my fun, hands guys. would go up against the, <laughs> nope, nope. I'm good. So yeah, yeah I, I, I like <laughs> that. I like just how fucked up he, he, he is a true villain, true villain. So my number four is one we've mentioned last week, and that is Freddy Krueger. Nice. Um, this this is like if if you watched it way too young of an age, like I did, <laughs> it messes you up, man. <laughs> fucks you up for a long time. You do not sleep. No, for man, a very long time. Why the and fuck do you think we Indians, have insomnia now? <laughs> <laughs> it with with all the fucking endings that they had for this movie, like. This is one of the first time on accident they had like fourteen endings of the, in the first movie. But um, see, with a horror movie like that, it kind of fits because it's like, oh god, thank god it's finally over. Nope, just kidding. <laughs> More people die, right? And everybody <laughs> has their favorite, you know. And it really put uh, Robert England on the map as far as oh, horror yeah. movie actors oh, yeah. go. Um, this was one of the the first one was one of I think we mentioned Johnny Depp's earliest roles and. It was just great. It was Wes Craven is uh, fantastic at just sort of bending the rules of the time of the era. And oh, really, yeah. there there hasn't been too many horror movies that stick out th- this uniquely. And then you you meld in with with the uh, uh, Freddy versus Jason and shit like that. Oh yeah, like it really expanded the universe. And he's another character, and I think I mentioned it last week, where he's such an iconic character that you know he's been in Mortal Kombat, he's been in other you know features as a pop pop culture reference. Just as he that, was, like oh yeah, definitely. And he was he they he was in a comic book series. It, it was Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, which honestly. Not Ash Ketchum. No, 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 no. We're talking about uh, Evil Dead. Yes, uh, Evil Dead Ash. I don't, yeah. I don't remember his last name, but yeah, Evil Dead Ash. Yeah, so. Army of Darkness Ash. Not, not uh, Pokey Pika, Pokey Chew. I choose you, <laughs> Pikachu. Use Thunderbolt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be great. He got you. No, it's, oh, it's fantastic. The the guy, like, and, and just the backstory of him to begin with is just oh, yeah. perfect serial killer. Yep. I mean, this dude is evil personified. And his and character like, design as well, like the burnt face and the, you know. Yeah, well, the, you're like, he already got the oh. pun. He, he got the ending he deserved, but he still comes back to fucking haunt people. He didn't have enough. He, he didn't have enough. He didn't have enough. To fuck with kids. So that's, it's great. Nice, nice. Well, that brings us to my number four, and we just talked about him, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Yeah. I figured that'd be up there. We don't have to go super in-depth with this, but there's just something about Anthony Hopkins as in this character, and it's just so iconic. And if you haven't watched any of the movies, if you haven't read the book, whatever it is, learn about this character because it's fucked up. All right. Well, I guess that's uh, number three. Sorry, I had it on mute. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, and even even the TV show is worth oh, checking yeah, out. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. The the Hannibal TV show. Yeah, if you're a fan, uh, go watch it. I've watched. I watched the first season. Um, there have been there have been quite a few 
like adaptations of this. You know, you have the Silence of the Lambs, you have Red Dragon, you have Hannibal, you have Hannibal Rising, you have the TV series. Like there's so many different, you know, Hannibal Lecter related things. This character just took off after this and it's fantastic. Go watch it. Right. Go read it. Do it. Great reason. Yes. It did. And they always have fun with it. Uh, I I know. I don't know who. There was a younger Hannibal in a movie. I don't remember the actor who played him. Uh, but then there's Mad Mickels, uh, Mickelson for the TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mads does a great job. All right. So number. What number? Three. Number three. three. This is another one. Another early one. I, th- I think most of these early ones I'm talking about were most people our ages earlier. Earliest like remembrances. And it's another one that we talked about last week, and it's Jason Voorhees. Yes. It's the fucking hockey mask, man, which is crazy because he didn't even don the hockey mask till the third movie. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I mean, really, the, the machete killer in the lake. I mean, that's just right. it's so iconic. And they've they've this has inspired so many different horror films and there's so much reference to it in so many and, other and, things in and of itself. It was, it, it was a ripoff of a horror movie from a few years beforehand with Halloween. Um, but put, they brought in the gore. They brought in that, oh, that yeah. gore genre of, of slasher film, which was fantastic. And for me, especially the, the first one freaked me the fuck out but nothing more than him jumping out of the lake at the end and pulling what's her name down into the lake. Like that freaked me the fuck out. And that scene, cause it, that could have just been a one-off horror movie, but that scene where they did, where he jumps out of the lake and pulls her in that opened up the doors, man. And, Ooh, and yeah. this character has been fucking like where some people, the ghost face, you know, Mike Myers, they'll, you know sneak up on you and stab you this motherfucker stalks you hunts you down and just brutally mutilates you and like in you said, the best he's, possible way he's a he's a fucking super villain man yeah he really is like he is truly <laughs> a super villain so well my number three here's johnny jack torrance Oh man, you're shining. going all real people, like not real people, but oh. all like just average Joes here on this one, dude. Like, you no, know. well, not not all, <laughs> not all, but I there's just something about The Shining and Jack Torrance, and you know your your iconic "Here's Johnny" line, and just the right, whole, right. you know, he's driven to madness. He doesn't get possessed, you know. Was that Kubrick, but, Stanley Kubrick, was that a Kubrick film um I don't remember I know Jack Nicholson <laughs> I don't really pay as much attention to the <laughs> to the the directors as much I, I just know it was Jack Nicholson and you know like he's he's in this hotel and he's just driven to madness he just starts going fucking crazy and he attempts to kill his entire family you know he he's going like completely fucking psycho and all i know is that they mm, put shelly duvall through fucking hell in that movie yes yeah the whole act scene dude i i i remember seeing clips of like uh jack nicholson trying to get into character for it and he's going back and forth and he just looks pissed off crazy angry like I'm like, is he acting? Is he actually about to kill this woman? <laughs> you know, 
It was well, crazy. They, yeah, they physically, mentally, they put her through hell in that movie. Good movie. I mean, great movie. But yeah, that I don't. I don't know, man. Jack Torrance just—he's a villain protagonist, and and it truly is kind of oxymoronic with that. But I just love the 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 psychological element of it of you know him and his family alone in this giant hotel and he goes crazy and becomes the villain and it's it's crazy and good and i like it and yeah <laughs> there you go well, i i gotta expect you to work stephen king in at some point dude he's he has so many iconic books and movies out there that it's kind of hard not to have at least one on your list so mine for number two. Number two. Mr. Gein himself, Leatherface. Leatherface. Oh man, like our <laughs> half of my my ten through six is your top five. I like it. Leatherface. I like it. Fuck I mean that that whole movie, the old I saw the the original the original first. Oh yeah. Right. It was like a couple years before the the one that we grew the up remake. with came yep. out. Yeah, the remake. And they were all terrifying and they were I man mean, it's amazing what they did with some of these old films and how they truly made it feel terrifying and it still holds up today you know that's yeah. that's something that you don't get with some movies is they just they don't hold up over time but a lot of these iconic horror films they truly do and they're still scary despite the lack of cg and the lack of these crazy good effects yeah and i mean granted it was inspired by Gein. Ed Gein wasn't a hardened serial killer. You know, he wasn't chasing motherfuckers down with the chainsaw. You know, at best, he was a grave robber that liked skin. Um, at worst, he mm. killed a few people. Give me a skin. Leatherface fucking, like, and the family was in on it. They would pop tires, take people out, set him up to do his fucking killing and shit. It was one of the original... Oh no, having car problems movie, you know? <laughs> and then you get that like in 90% of, of horror movies nowadays. I feel like there's always something, something's wrong with the car. You got to get out to check on it, walk down the street and serial killers there. You know, it, you know it's, you, you think it's about a these, trope now. Yeah. You think about these classic movies like car problems or camping, like with Jason Voorhees or something, uh, teens camping. Uh, there's going to be sex and the couple has sex is getting killed first. Oh that's yeah. Just, Every that's time. That's a trope. <laughs> Every time. Uh, breaking down, running out of gas, whatever. Um, stopping in at, at the, the convenience the, store slash we all know gas the guy, station. Yep. yep. And the guy who goes the, in there is like, oh, it's not a big deal. We'll be fine. Yep. You're dying. <laughs> the creepy attendant, you know, whatever. These movies started all those trips. Oh yeah. Well, we're on to my number two. And my number two is so iconic, and it has inspired this a fear, a true phobia in so many people. And it's it. Nice. As in Pennywise the Clown. Pennywise the Clown. Oh That's my goodness. One. Dude, I remember the, the, the miniseries that, of course, they released later on as a, a full film as all together, but it was, you know, miniseries first. And, of course, what they did with the, the new remakes, right? The, what they did with the part one and part two were tr was truly yeah. terrifying. Like, Pennywise truly looked creepy in that. But just how I loved, almost... I loved part one. Part one was awesome. Oh, man. 
Um, I haven't part seen part two, two. I haven't seen part two. Um, it was s- slower than it needed to be. But like I said, the original with Tim Curry, a lot of that movie was slow as fuck. So I'm gonna. It was. I'm gonna, well, I mean, it I'm was, not gonna like criticize said, a- part two like a lot of people did for the news movies. Part one, I thought was fantastic, uh, start to finish. Part two had a lot of slow features, but uh, I still liked it. It was a great movie. All all of the it movies have been great. Oh yeah, like you know, the, with the original miniseries, especially when that came out, you know, what was it, 1990, and it was on TV, dude. How was that on TV? It was terrifying. It was creepy. You know, you have this clown in fucking sewers. You all float down here. Just, oh, oh, man. And i he's truly, truly horrifying. I mean, I was i was going to put him on my list. I couldn't determine how to classify him because I, I think he's technically an alien. And to be fair to you, we didn't say no aliens. No, no, it just had to be a physical being. And he is definitely a physical being. You know, it, those movies are, are fantastic. I they mean, are. and he's creepy. And, and whether you, you look at the uh, original Tim Curry it or the new Skarsgård it, they're both terrifying. I don't They They are. I, I'm not going to say one beats the other one out. They're two different interpretations, 30 years apart, almost 25 years apart from two different generations and they both did a fantastic job at telling this story oh yeah well 27 years dude 1990 to 2017 (laughs) dude honestly what really sets especially like the tim curry one because that's the one i remember the most because of you know your kid it just kind of burns into your brain is his super sharp teeth and just his mouth was so smile the the things he did with his face man Oh, which which Bill Skarsgård does the same stuff on a different take, you know. And I didn't watch those movies till this year, actually, the new ones. Oh, so nice, nice. Yeah, the actually, first one I really enjoyed. Like I said, I haven't seen the second one. I just haven't had the time to really sit down and watch it. But they're uh, good, man. Yeah, they're good. So there you go. That. There's, there's my number two. Number Anyways, one. What's your number one? For I'm me, curious. is a creature that disturbed me so much as a child that i couldn't even bring myself to watch the movie until wait, i was wait, well I'm, into adulthood i'm your number one um <laughs> and I'm, it's pinhead oh man just his design is so weird and it's Seeing great his face and yeah his design like you said his design young um i was terrified of this creature i was terrified of the whole movie I was terrified of all the other characters in it. I didn't I didn't want anything to do with it for the longest like, fucking time. You know, I don't really know a whole lot about Pinhead. I actually haven't seen the Hellraiser stuff. I you know, I'm I'm guilty of that. And it's it's one that I, you know, maybe one day we'll do a marathon and we can watch the the Hellraiser yeah. stuff. I mean, they're, they're great. Just I mean, Clive Bates his... Barker is fantastic at at making movies. Just like and... I said, just his design and the whole like grid with pins sticking out at every intersection is so off-putting. It's so weird, and it just gives <laughs> you the, like, oh, I don't like looking at this. That's that's yeah. all I know, and that's good enough for me to be freaked out by. <laughs> yeah, and, and this is another one that spawned so much off of it. You know, it, this whole uh, movie franchise, um, uh, the comics were published, and it is all about just 
fucking crazy demons, creatures, fucking Pandora's box. It It's a lot. And it really keeps you invested when you when you go from movie to movie. Um, one and two were great. They started to tail off as mo- most movies do, but they didn't overdo it. They didn't overplay their hand. I I loved them. And he's also, you know, so like so many of these characters have been in different video games and have like iconic roles in pop culture. You yeah, know, yeah. this time of year you walk into uh, you know, a spirit Halloween, you're going to see every single one of these characters featured at some point inside or of rip that off store of them. or <laughs> rip off of them every single year. And my number one is probably one of the most ripped off slash iconic. And we talked about it last week with your list and he's so iconic. He's so creepy. And it's Michael Myers. This is what man, he, he ended up being my number one for a couple reasons. So one, he's so quietly scary. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't talk. He literally just stalks you until he kills you. Yeah. And, and the, that to the me, best part about like the original movies, which they try and emulate in every movie, it's the subtleties. It's the, the empty doorway. And then suddenly he just comes into focus in the background of that doorway and you catch it for a moment. You just catch a glimpse of him. Yeah. You know, he is, he is the boogeyman. And I, I, I love that. You know, everybody's scared of the boogeyman when you're a kid and he is the boogeyman. He personifies what every child's fear is just, Oh my God, there's something under my bed. Oh my God. There's something in the closet. There's somebody outside. And not every Halloween movie did this as perfectly as the original but just that that we want to and and they talk about this in the making of the movie they want you to they they don't show all the gore they don't show all the stabbings because they want you to use your imagination they want your imagination to fill in that terror yourself and they they're so great at that it's in that this movie. psychological you element scare yourself exactly with what you exactly. you fill in and he is another, the similar and and level of like Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger, where he is literally a supervillain. He's he's got crazy brute strength. He's incredibly smart. You know, he's immortal. You know, <laughs> uh, he apparently can hide in fucking plain sight. Like this is this is a D and D player, like a rogue D and D player's like wet dream. <laughs> Being able to be this good at sneaking around and then just boom, there you, there he is. He's there to kill you. And he will straight up just kill anybody who gets in his way. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter at all. And it, like I said, he ended up being my number one for that psychological element and just simply how iconic he is in pop culture, how iconic he is in the horror movie genre. You have so many ripoffs, so many, you know, inspirations, whether it's the mask, whether it's the silent killer, whether it's the stalker, like he has helped develop so much of what we have now. And I, I love it for I sure. love this time I mean, of year, dude. I'm just I'm so excited. I wish we could talk about even even more villains and shit, but <laughs> we had to we had to at least do a, a top 10. We couldn't do more than that because then we just, you know. 
It, it gets too Spike hard Myers, on us. <laughs> it wasn't the first serial killer movie. You know, you had the town that dreaded sundown before that and, and more like serial killer movies before it. But this one did it different. It set the stage for creativity and imagination to run wild. And we appreciate it for that reason. 100%. So there there were a few that didn't quite make my list. You know, you have the Xenomorph. Uh, not here. Nope. No more. Nope. That was nope. it. That was all of them. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. What what it, what didn't make yours? So the few that I actually wrote down. So there was Ghostface from Scream. Right, right. I, I feel like he was a little too similar to some of the others, kind of mixed in. Um, he's been parodied um, too many it times. That it was it was a creative movie. Um, I had like Damien, yeah, Otis, John Doe, um, the um, Creeper from Jeepers Creepers. Freaky is all you, get out. If you guys don't recognize John Doe, that's obviously from the Seven movie. Uh, what's in the box what's in the box (laughs) um you know the cannibals from the hills have eyes that was one that like i kind of wanted to do another group because they were (laughs) they were creepy as all get out you know Um, classic the wolf man the wolf man um the thing another classic but it just didn't quite hit my list uh because it wasn't as scary as the rest of them so the candy man oh yeah and they just did that didn't they do a new movie with that or something? Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, you know. Uh, as, anybody I, from The Devil's Rejects, you know, House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> any one of them could have been, you know. The little boy from The Omen. That was Damien. That's oh, yeah, yeah that, it was Damien. Guys, if you have a, a, a top, a favorite villain that we didn't mention, let us know. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Comment on the YouTube video. You can email us at 2dap2020 at gmail.com. You can also hit up our Patreon if you want to help support us. Next time on Two Dads and a Podcast. On our next episode of Two Dads and a Podcast, we have a real treat. We are doing a movie to real life, or I guess we're calling it what? Based based on on a true story. story. Yes. One of the craziest stories that many people don't realize was true, and that's the movie The Exorcism of Emily Rose. And not, not only is it true like what happened you know just of course different names and shit but it happened a lot more recently than you would imagine right this is literally our parents generation so come in hang out with us check out the next episode and as always guys thanks for listening we love you all